Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. You guys know I love me some Minneapolis, right? Because that is where my favorite artist was born and lived his life. And uh, we don't have to say who that is because y'all know who it is. It's Prince, of course. But uh, I want to introduce you to someone who is in the Minneapolis area. And not only that... She is uh, behind a big festival that is coming up there. Her name is Jovan Speller-Rayboyar, and she is the executive director of the Great Northern Festival in Minneapolis. And she's going to tell us about the festival and also about how Black folks can reclaim winter, because we always claiming that we are just, you know, we need the sun. No, 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 no. <laughs> Jovan, welcome to Reality Thank Check. You how so are you? Much. Thank you so much for having me on. It is a pleasure to be here. I'm doing very, very well in this chilly climate right now. Well, I wish I was there because I don't like this middle ground weather. I don't like it when it's like okay. it, it's medium winter. You know, I like winter winter. I grew up in New York City. We had snow every year and it was fun. And I like the brisk and the cold. But, you know, not everybody feels that way. But tell us about the Great Northern Festival and uh, why that's something that is exciting that you are working with. Absolutely. Yeah, the Great Northern Festival is a nonprofit organization, and we host an annual 10-day winter festival. So during the festival, we showcase more than 50 events. Um, so there really is something for everybody and of every kind of interest. Um, and we celebrate and inspire action to preserve Minnesota's signature season, which, of course, is the winter. So um, we have a lot of inspiring events that kind of relate to the, art, the arts, outdoors, active, um, food and beverage, seasonal living. Um, it's a really exciting time to be in the Twin Cities and to enjoy the wonder that winter brings. Now, this festival is happening January 25th through February 4th. And I really was surprised yeah. to see that there are a lot of events on the schedule that include people of color. Tell us about that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, the, the slate is quite broad. And actually, I'll just start by saying that I found out about the Great Northern as a participant. So I'm an artist and uh, a bit of an, a climate activist. And so I was invited to participate in the Great Northern as a um, as a collaborator um, for the past few years before I started leading the organization. And so that was through this inquiry of, you know, how do you experience winter? And at the time, I have to say, I was one of those people that did not experience winter. I was not originally interested in experiencing winter. I'm originally from Los Angeles. I appreciate the warm. And in the winter, I retreat. You know, yeah. I went inside and I had my deep inside rituals of cooking and trying out new recipes and things like that. But I did not really venture outside and I didn't embrace, you know, the space that I really lived in. And so um, it was such a blessing to be asked to be a part of the festival because it really did shift the way that I experience the cold that I experience the season and the way that I build my community at that time of year as well. And so I'm happy to lead the Great Northern now and to really amplify those offerings. And so just a few of the things that we have going on, there is um, uh, up and coming talent, uh, an artist named Tunde Alanaran. He is an artist based out of Flint, Michigan, brilliant musician, dancer, filmmaker. He's going to be coming to town and performing and screening one of his films. There's a dynamic self-conducted chamber orchestra called Sphinx Virtuosi, which is comprised of 18 
accomplished Black and Latinx artists that are going to be performing as well. We have our incredible sauna village where you can experience more than 20 different types of sauna. Um, and we'll be having a BIPOC only experience as well as family days at sauna village as well. Um, we are hosting it pretty splendid outdoor experience called Midwinter Melt. Um, and this will be hosted by, in partnership with Melanin in Motion, um, in partnership with Target and Silverwood Park. And Melanin in Motion has been kind of a longtime collaborator where um, they host a lot of these kind of triad experiences. So folks from, you know, BIPOC communities that don't typically participate in winter sport, out outdoor activities can come and try new things. So we'll be doing kick sledding. We're looking at fat tire biking. Hopefully if the lakes are frozen, we'll be doing ice skating. So this is a time for you to kind of come out and try new things with the family as well. Now, all of that sounds so interesting, Jovan, <clears throat> but we know that when it comes to cold and black folks, they just are, 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 are not necessarily, that, that's a tough thing for them to embrace. So how can we reclaim winter for black people? Yeah, I think, you know, okay. So when I think about black folks, I think that our deepest characteristics are related to resilience and adaptability and cleverness, right? Like we have to thrive wherever we are, wherever we go. And so I think that reclaiming the winter is an act of boldness and it's an expression of freedom, right? So for me, it's a claim that we are not bound by any stereotype or defined by any kind of singular identity. Um, I think that black folks are everywhere. We belong everywhere and we carry, you know, a specific kind of joy and zest for life in everything that we do, in every place that we go, regardless of the climate. So I think that some of the ways that we can um, kind of claim this time of year is to show that we, we can thrive wherever we go. We can try new things. We can thrive in, in, in every experience. And so I think kind of like making that trip to come to the Great Northern instead of maybe going to the Bahamas, you know, come on over to the cold climate. I think that that is an act of boldness that we that is really ingrained in our DNA. You know, that's going to be a, a, a tough sell for some still. I, I've got to say, because when you say Bahamas, Minneapolis in January, but 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 I will say Minneapolis, it's an easy flight from a lot of places around the country and it has more going on. Uh, you can go see the Minnesota Absolutely. Vikings. You can go see Paisley Park. And so there are things to do there. Minneapolis is also known and, and St. Paul known for food and music and all these kind of things. But now we are actually talking the week of the winter solstice. So winter officially mm -hmm. kicks in on Thursday. And so what are some rituals uh, that are specifically suited to winter months that we can embrace as African-Americans? Yeah. So, um, so one of the things that I like to do at this time of year, because it's kind of a time of renewal and resetting and restarting, um, I like to kind of align my personal change with the change of the season, the change in environment. Um, so I encourage people to kind of celebrate who they're becoming next, like who they really want to embody in their next kind of iteration of self. And so um, maybe, you know, something that I like to do to kind of jumpstart that next identity is to try really new and scary things, you know? So um, last year around this time, I started getting into cold plunge. 
Um, I live around a lot of lakes and I haven't fully embraced the lake plunge yet. However, I started with cold showers and then I now have been like doing some cold submersions um, fully into cold plunge. Um, and I like to kind of counter that with sauna as well. So I'll do like heat and cold exposure. Um, and that just kind of gives me, you know, when you feel um, in the winter, sometimes you have the lack of vitamin D, right? You have mm-hmm. The lack of the sunlight and you're missing some of that energy that you get from the sun, I have found that a replacement is that sauna to cold plunge, sauna to cold, that cold exposure gives me some of that life back in my system, kind of jolts my system in a way that usually that sun exposure did. So I think that that is some, something fun that people could potentially try. Um, but also like digging into discomfort, right? Like I think that whenever you can face something that is generally uncomfortable to you and overcome it, you grow as a person, you become wiser, you kind of lean into that edge, you know? And so I think that that is the time of year. This is the time of year for you to kind of lean into that edge of discomfort and push past it and become the kind of next iteration of self. Well, you know, first of all, I want to say I'm Tanya Pendleton. This is Reality Check. And if you're just joining us, I am talking to Jovan Speller-Ray-Boyard. She is the executive director of the Great Northern Festival that is happening in Minneapolis, St. Paul, January 25th through February 4th. And there are going to be events that are specific to people of color there. So if you were thinking Winter Festival is not for me, well, it is because they they really, and I think it's great that uh, you have decided to add these things that are specific to people of color to encourage uh, uh, really us embracing all seasons and not just staying inside and going, oh, I can't go out. It's just too cold. Um, And so that is uh, a way to reclaim these winter months by doing something like heading off, as you said, and and trying things that you haven't tried before. But, um, you know, it's still a tough sell, the cold plunge. I don't even like to jump into a pool when it is hot summertime and the water is too cold. But there is Mm -hmm. something to be said about being seasonal. You know, back in the day, our ancestors, they would do the canning and all those kinds of things to acknowledge the changing and the passing of the seasons. And since we're officially starting when winter on Thursday, um, mm-hmm. why, why do you think we don't embrace kind of, you know, the retreat mm-hmm. and the hibernation and the coziness of the winter months where you've got your cozy socks on and your blanket and the yeah. fires going and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, I think that, I think these days it's hard to embrace scarcity you know, mm. I mean, I think like we want to we we want to have the access to abundance, right? I, I, I want to have access to abundance, but I think in order for us to have access to abundance, you have to embrace scarcity as well. You have to not push the limits, constantly push the, li- the limits of what is possible or what our resources are, what our natural resources are. And so, as you said, and I, I love that you brought that up. That was one of the topics that I spoke in at the last Great Northern Festival was um, the ways in which historically, like uh, we as Black people have adapted our gardens, our kitchens, you know, to whatever was available, you know. Um, and I think that, you know, so I'm kind of uh, uh you know, novice permaculturist. I have a a big garden and I've been working on stretching, like how can I preserve and stretch my food through the winter so that I can have the abundance from my garden last as long as possible. I think right now I still have some butternut squash left. It might be the last thing. Uh, I might have a watermelon that's still good. That's a whole other conversation. But, you know, I think that, um, that it's a time to get creative. 
You know, it is a time to get creative with the little that you have, with having less, with not buying things that are out of season because they lack the nutrients that we need to survive the cold and to, and to survive the winter. So if you lean into the things that are readily available, that are thriving right now, um, if you start to have a practice of embracing scarcity, but getting creative about how to stretch what you do have, I think that that can really start to build in some of those winter rituals um, that can be celebrated around the solstice as well. Yeah. You know, like the, we're going to have a family meal um, on Wednesday. I'm not sure yet what I'm going to make. I'm sure there will be a, butter, a lot of butternut squash. <laughs> you know, I'm sure there'll be a lot of sweet potatoes we still have, you know, um, I'm sure there'll be some leeks. Um, so there's going to be certain things that we will have in abundance and then other things that, that you know, berries, dried berries, things like that, that we might want to reinvigorate for. It might be like a side, you know, so um, so, yeah, I think that there's a lot of different ways that people can kind of embrace this time. Now, aside from the cold plunge, are there other okay. winter rituals that you enjoy? Are there things that you just you just said coming from Los Angeles? Are there things that you have learned to love about being in a cold climate that you enjoy? Yeah, I mean, I think that turning inward, slowing down, like embracing the winter as a time to slow down, I think is... Um, it is a practice. I'm not, I can't say that I fully 100% like <laughs> nailed it, you right. know, but uh, I'm, I'm working on that as a practice. So really slowing down the number of meetings that I have, the number of commitments that I have, um, making space for creativity, for free time, for family. Um, you know, I think that even though we have kind of like scarcity or lack of abundance in certain things, like, you know, like food, there are other things that we do have abundance of where it's time, it's time, right? Because there will be days where you maybe don't want to go outside, but you have a whole bunch of time to really start a big project maybe that you've been putting off, you know, to um, connect with your family in ways that you've been putting off or that you hadn't yet. One of the things that my sons and I have been doing is tending to each other's skin, you know? Mm. I mean, cold is a time where you end up dry as well. So we break out all the humidity to try to get some moisture in the air. But we also have been um, preparing from our flowers and herbs from the garden bed. We've been preparing some tinctures and salves and things like that. So every weekend we tend to our skin, you know, as a family. So, um, so I think that there's a lot of different rituals that do come with tending to each other, tending to your loved ones, tending to your community that can be embraced during the winter outside of just like getting out there and trying, you know, snowshoeing or kick sledding or I won't say skiing. That one is one that I'm like, I feel like you have to start that when you're young, you know? <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I'm not going to go that far, but, you know, fat tire biking, there's a lot of great outdoors things that you can try, but then there's also a lot of just like tending that you can do internally as well. Yeah. I love that idea. And also you can get in some good reading in the wintertime because, you know, you can curl up in your chair if you have a, a reading nook and you can get a blanket and, a, and, and just sit there and read and it's quiet. And, and, you know, we haven't had snow here in Philadelphia in over 600 days. So there's 
always that, yeah, there's always that nice feeling when you have a snowfall and it, you know, the world gets very peaceful. That's what I uh, love about a snowstorm. You don't Mm. always like the aftermath, but when the Mm. snow is falling and it's very peaceful and I really enjoy that. So I do miss that. Um, I may be in the minority, but uh, I think uh, you can certainly come on out to uh, the Great Northern Festival and uh, check out all those things. I kind of love the idea of the the sauna, the the sauna uh, event or or being able to do all these different saunas. That sounds pretty fun. But uh, Jovan, I want to thank you so much for coming on with us today on Reality Check. Jovan Speller Ray Boyar, she is the executive director of the Great Northern Festival in Minneapolis, encouraging us all to embrace the winter as part of the totality of the seasons that we are fortunate to have four seasons and um, definitely looking forward to uh, enjoying this winter and and finding a fire somewhere to sit beside. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com. 